0: infrastructure junkies. It's the week of Thanksgiving. So as a special gift from us to you, we are going to have a three-hour presentation about the rule against perpetuities.
1: No, 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 no. People are going to be on the road. They're going to want something to listen to. We're going to have a four-hour episode about direct loss of tangible personal property and relocation.
0: Uh, no, we're not. We're going to have an episode about the history of common law in the United States.
1: This is, These are terrible ideas. You know what we should do? Let's just like check in. Let's have an intermezzo. Let's just check in with one of our IJ Hall of Famers.
0: I think that's a great idea. And so I'm going to close my eyes and we have all of our IJ Hall of Famers on the wall here. I'm going to throw a dart. Ready?
1: Okay, go. Okay, nailed it. I guess we're calling Stevie.
0: We're calling Stevie. And for those of you who don't know, our IJ Hall of Famers and sometimes our guests. Get assigned a bar name if they don't already have one do you so, have one?
1: Oh yes i do my bar name is courtney what's yours
0: uh it's chad harwick
1: you're the only person with a bar name that has a last name but i like it so uh, so so what's gonna happen is courtney and chad are gonna call stevie and let's see what he's up to you all
0: ready? right let's see what's going on stevie what's up what's up what's up hey guys oh oh hi. how's it been going <laughs> Um, it's great. Okay. Well, great. look, we have discussed in prior episodes, both in the hidden industry and in the infrastructure junkies round table too, what an important industry right of way is in American infrastructure, what demand there is for both expansion and maintenance of what we already have. But because there aren't really you know, there aren't really majors in, in colleges and universities. There's not really a pathway to a right of way career. Where are we going to get our next generation of infrastructure junkies?
1: Well, I think Stevie has a plan.
0: I think Stevie does have a plan. I understand you've spent a lot of time trying to solve this riddle.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, a plan. I've got an action, I guess. Um, so, about for the last three years, I have developed a presentation where I go out and I talk to high school and college students kind of laying out what, what all the professions are in the industry, what they do, what they can kind of expect um, their career to be if they go down this path. And I just kind of go through a a project of how it all fits together and what each profession does.
1: And what, what, wait, wait, what are you telling them? Are you like, okay, I'm in real estate or I'm in this weird, like, what do you tell them you do?
2: yeah so so i tell them that i'm a a right-of-way manager that i manage like the entire process then i go through and kind of explain that you know the first step is we pull a title report showing who all has interest in the property then we prepare the engineering documents the legal descriptions and area calculations and all that of what we want to acquire Um, and then i walk them through the process that it goes to appraising and there's an appraiser goes out and you know is reviewing the property and pulling comps and determining what the value is of of how much we're going to pay these property owners and that gets reviewed and then we get an acquisition agent involved and they make the offer to the property owner and then they're dealing with the property owner trying to come to some kind of settlement for what we need and you know during that entire process when issues come up these these other agents are getting me involved so I can help, you know, move the process along and I'll explain the condemnation process to them a little bit and how surveyors are involved and relocation agents and hopefully at the time by the time they get done listening to me, they have at least a little bit of an understanding of the process and maybe something interests them that they might be interested in doing as a career.
0: So so you go into schools to do this? I do. High I go into or... high
2: schools. Yep, high schools and colleges.
1: Do you introduce yourself as Stevie?
2: Uh, I, I um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, should, we, sure. should we
1: tell our listeners? Hold who on we're a talking minute. To... Hold on a
0: minute. If if you're going into high schools using your bar name, Patrick, yeah. uh, this is probably not the best idea you've ever yeah. had. Okay, listeners.
1: I, uh... Wait, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. He said Pat. It's Patrick McAllister, guys. Stevie is his bar name, but today we are talking with the great <laughs> Patrick McAllister.
0: And thank you. you. You've got a great cause. This is great. And what I what I'm still struggling with is number one, how can you engage the interest of high schoolers or even young college students with, gosh, what appears on its face to be a, such a boring industry? And number two, how do you get the invitations to even get in front of them?
2: Great question. So um, in Indiana, here where I am, at least they high schools have this Project Lead the Way program. Um, and this program has an aspect of, um, civil engineering to it. So I've kind of found where the list is for these schools and some from personal contacts, um, have reached out to some of these schools that have these engineering classes. So they are getting a taste of a transportation project and kind of understand the overall scheme of it, I guess, and how it all works. And I think they have an understanding that sometimes you need land to build these projects. They just don't get into the acquisition, the real estate acquisition part of it. So, you know, the the professors and the te- high school teachers are actually they're pretty excited when I reach out and are willing to come in and um, go through these these professions that are involved in this. Because to be honest, a lot of these professions don't require a college degree, right? So, um, you know, these these high school teachers are Are interested in those professions to where they're not, you know, pushing their kids necessarily have to go and get a four year degree to get a good job. Um, That's interesting. And usually The times I go to talk to them. um, They've heard some of the terms that I'm going to throw out to them. They just don't really have the understanding of the full concept of it. Um, But I think that by the end of the day, I think they seem to be pretty interested in just the whole process. I mean, especially when we start talking about condemnation, right? Um, That seems to like kind of pique their interest a lot. Um, But the schools are very receptive to it because it's, like I said, it's a hidden industry. um, And it's just exposing their kids to other professions besides just the typical ones that, you know, everybody talks about.
0: You know, I I can remember when, when I was a high schooler growing up in Virginia Beach, the city was exploding and the population was outpacing the infrastructure. And so there were constantly road projects. And I'll tell you what, as a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old or, heck, when I was even in college, I thought just the bulldozers showed up and started building a road. I had no flipping clue what came
2: behind it.
1: I didn't know what right-of-way meant until I was literally in the until industry. I was 50. Okay. Wait, <laughs> like, can somebody tell well, me what yeah, that means?
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I, I show them a graphic of, like, you know, when you're driving down the road, you think the roadway is just the pavement. Yeah. But, you know, I show them a graphic that actually the right-of-way, the legal limits that the agency has is, you know, much wider than what that pavement is. And, you know, you're just driving down the road and you think the pavement is the this is the road and that's what it is. And it's not. There's much more to that.
1: So I understand you can get in there and explain to them this industry that they probably, most of them, unless they have a parent in the industry, probably don't even think about that it even exists or that it's a possibility for them. What kind of things do you tell them to like sell them on a career in this industry? Or do you try to do that? Like, do you tell them, like, what are the, what would you tell a high schooler or like the pros of our industry?
2: Well, I think, um, you know, I try to sell it, but I try to sell it with my my passion and my enthusiasm for the industry yeah. that, you know, I, I I'll go through how I ended up down this path um, and that it wasn't the path that I chose to go down, but that it was a path that I left open to explore. And once I explored it, I absolutely loved it. Um, and that, you know, I do something that I love every day. Um, you know, it's got its headaches, but it, it, I truly love what I do. And that, you know, for them, don't close off a path that you may d- may think you're not interested in just because you haven't explored it. But leave it open, and explore it, and you may find something that you truly love to do.
1: Well, Patrick, I got to commend you on this because I think this is something that a lot of us in the industry are concerned about and think about and wonder. Like, where are the next? Where's the next crop of like industry professionals? Um, and leaders, and how do we find them? Because we all stumbled into this. Are we going to just let people continue to stumble into this industry? And, like, what are we going to do? And you're actually doing something about it. So kudos to you.
0: It's like a recruiting initiative. Yeah. So here's what I struggle with. And, by the way, kudos to you. Uh, You're a voice in the wilderness. So you're doing this in Indiana, which is 150th of the states in the United States, and you're probably not even doing it in all of the great state of Indiana, Right. So what are we going to do to expand what you're already doing? Because frankly, Patrick, you're the only person I know doing this. Is is there someone else doing
1: it? Before you even get to that, let me tell you this. Like my kids have career day at school all the time and they ask for volunteers for career day. And I'm always like, I don't know how to explain this to kids. Like I don't ever sign up for it because I'm like, "Eh, it's too niche. They don't know what this means. What a disservice. Why don't I go and tell them what I'm doing? Why?
0: Because you're lazy.
1: I guess. But like, really, I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> if you were like a doctor or, you know, I'm a construction worker, or right? Like something where you can tangibly show a, a, you know, a fourth grader what you're doing. I've, I've really bowed out of that several times because I'm like, I don't think they'll understand. You're yeah, inspiring actually, me. Was, I should go do yeah. career day. Why am I not doing that?
2: Yeah. It was funny. I, I actually volunteered for career day one time at my, um, my daughter's school and I got turned down when I told them what what it was I (laughs) did. No, thank you.
1: No, thank you, Stevie. (laughs) Uh,
2: But then I went later back to that school and I talked to, you know, 200 kids about what I do. So I just had to find the right, right resource to get on, I guess. Yeah. I mean, COVID has slowed things down a little bit. I think for me, Um, we had, there was a couple of schools that was interested in coming having me speak. Um, And then we started looking at a virtual option, but um, you know, really, I prefer to be in the room with the kids and it's easier for them to kind of grasp things, I think, and ask questions. And I can see their responses easier to see if they're kind of get it or interested in it. Um, I, I, we've had, I've had conversations uh, with other people in the international right Way association. Cause it's a huge topic, right? Yeah, um, it, is. it is. And, and, and we actually had um, a call today where we're going to try to put something together. That's more, Standardized to where it can be pushed out to, you know, chapters in every state, to where there's a there's a canned presentation and they can go out and do, um, and talk to students. So hopefully that gets put together sooner rather than later.
0: So that, you know, I was, I was kind of noodling around in my brain about this, and I think you've just kind of crystallized something, is the question I was going to ask you, but, but I think I have the answer, is really, shouldn't the International Right-of-Way Association take this over and create an outreach program and have an outreach committee, and you've identified something great where you have a standardized presentation, maybe it's recorded, maybe it's bullet points, where any member of the association could take it and go into career day.
1: Heck yeah. Has has there
0: been a discussion about
2: that? There has been a discussion about that. Um, we actually, I'm just newly to the marketing committee, um, of the IRWA. And we had a call actually this morning where we talked about doing that, uh, student outreach is one of the top priorities of the committee, I think. And, um, You know, I've shared my presentation that I use that can for sure be probably improved on and tweaked um, as a kind of a guide that, yeah, hopefully at the end of the day, you know, like I said, sooner than later, we have a canned presentation where anybody can grab it if they can get into school and go talk to students.
1: That's amazing. And, you know, that's not something, and that's the problem is like, it's it's not something we need to do when like, oh, there's nobody, we need to go to the elementary schools. Like we should have been doing that 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. Like, yeah. it's too yeah. it's not too late but like we asap man like yeah. it's urgent
0: and and here's the thing about the infrastructure industry that i can't get over is um you, you, patrick you already said this is you don't necessarily need a college degree okay great if you have one and it's helpful if you have one even if it's a liberal arts degree but you don't have to have one but you can make a great living in this career in this industry you really can and you know Depending on where you fall in the spectrum, infrastructure is a wide, wide range. You can have a very comfortable entry-level career, and you can probably make millions and millions if you're you know, the person who's overseeing the entire uh, um, infrastructure project or you're the, at the, basically the top of the pyramid. So the sky is truly the limit in the industry.
1: And in our lifetimes, in our kids' lifetimes, in our grandkids' lifetimes, we're not going to run out of infrastructure work. Ever. Right. Right?
0: Patrick, do you have children?
2: I have two children. Yes. And I've, I've tried to um, (laughs) influence them to follow on my path, but they, um, for some reason, they don't want to be a right away, right way rock star for some reason, I guess. So um, they have decided to go down a different path.
1: Well, we'll see. I went down a different path too for a while. <laughs> she was
2: singing. She was singing
0: opera in Carnegie Hall, and somehow now she's a relocation agent. Hello.
2: <laughs> I'm hoping for the day they decide they want to get into right away, and I can just sit back and look at them and say, you know what? I tried to tell you years and years ago, but you just didn't listen to me.
0: Well, um, congratulations on these efforts, and I hope that as a member of the IRWA's uh, newly formed um, marketing committee, that you are able to bring some of these ideas and basically replicate them so that we can have a greater push on a broader scale. And I understand also you've gotten into another project to get your message sent far and wide.
1: Yeah, tell us about that. What What the, what is going on in here? What, who, 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 who is this? What is happening here? Uh. doing in my studio who's this heifer in my chair move on go get uh yeah i'm not here for this dave i'm gonna go ahead and go and we're gonna have to talk about this later pat good to see you all right hang on let me get my headphones on mr david we're gonna have to talk about this later all right it's ridiculous hey (sighs) what are we talking about who is this what are you boys what are you boys talking about today
2: is, is she smoking?
1: Kim smoking. I'm drinking, too. It's my studio.
2: It's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning.
1: And? Hey, listen, let me tell you something, fella. I don't even know you yet. Let me tell you something. I named this drink after you boys. It's called an intimate domain. You want to know what's in it? Uh,
0: do we want to know what's in it, Patrick?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All
1: right. It's an intimate domain. It's pink lemonade, Malibu rum, and a little floater of Goldschlager.
2: I think I just threw up in my mouth. So, <laughs> so you want one? Patrick, this is Tish. Um, hey,
1: Patrick, what's up?
2: Hi, uh, Tish.
0: So, t- I met Tish at Podcast Movement. and that, That's right. Uh, she has her own podcast.
1: I do. It's called Boots, Bibles, and Scrapbook. Have you ever heard of it?
0: I I
2: think I have, yeah.
0: It's yeah. kind of a big deal. Okay. All right. So, uh, Tish, pipe down. All right. uh, Patrick, you were talking about Eminent Domain and Right-of-Way Club. Like, what's the... What's the concept behind this?
2: Yeah, so the Eminent Domain and right Away Club, it is on the Clubhouse app, um, which is an, an app that is just solely a live audio drop-in chat room uh, that we can go in and talk about whatever topics you want to talk about. We started an Eminent Domain and right Away Club, me and my friend Beth Smith from Wisconsin. Uh, because we just wanted to have a place for people that, you know, are in the industry can go and talk about topics just like we do when we're at our education conference or forums.
1: All right. So it's a club. So like, are you the DJ or your friend Beth is the DJ and one of you's like the bouncer and you go in there and you get bottle service. Like when my friends Brittany, Brittany, Wanda and Brittany and me go to the club and we get the bottle service, we got to save up like 17 paychecks to get that. But we do that at the club. We love it. We don't talk about your intimate domains because we're not like that. But we do love a club. Is it like that?
2: no no, it's it's nothing nothing like that
1: but it's a but it's the it's the club right
2: it is a club but we don't dance or we don't like drink or anything no
1: so so what are y'all doing
2: we talk about industry topics in the eminent domain world
1: and okay so you're talking so people they like call into this thing right
2: They kind of do. You log on to the...
1: Like a 900 number. Like my... I tell you what. My first husband, Randy, he used to love to call them 900 numbers. He just... You know, he liked to have somebody to talk to. And he would call them 900 numbers. And I tell you what. My singular bill would be like $550 because all them 900 numbers. He probably was talking about intimate domains, if you want to know the truth. And hey, you know what? I tell you what, Mr. Patrick, you kind of look like my first husband, Randy. Hey, why does he look so familiar? Do you you look familiar? Do you work at the Department of Corrections?
2: No. You tish, uh, you, you, I, no. you
1: you've been incarcerated?
2: No, no, never. You single? Uh no, I'm I'm happily married, Tish.
1: Well, you don't have to brag
0: about it. Jesus.
2: Patrick, I'm sorry. Um, you were saying that
0: the eminent domain and right away club, you've set up, you've got the app, you've had how many a half dozen, a dozen meetings already? And what do you talk about? Yeah.
2: Uh, So we've had about six, I think, uh, events so far. We call them lounge events. When we host a a session, we have one every first and third Wednesday of the month. Uh, And we just talk about different topics that that people have an idea that they want to talk about. Uh, We just had one the other day where we talked about property owner uh, relations and how we deal with property owners. We've talked about, you know, eminent domain in Hollywood, where we had a discussion about TV shows and movies, where... Eminent Domain shows up and how they portrayed it and was it right? Was it not? And how that affects the public's judgment of what we do.
1: You guys got a disco ball?
2: Tish, no, 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 Tish. We don't have a disco ball. It's not a club you actually physically go to. It's an interactive, like on your mobile device. Like
1: on the interwebs?
2: Kind of, yeah.
1: Mr. David, can you explain this to me later? I'm, I don't, I'm not following. Oh, So it's one of them. Like you got to take your top
2: off. No, no, Dave. What's what is wrong with Tish?
0: Um, She's salt of the earth, Patrick. Um, I I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know what to tell you.
1: Okay, but do you have to like? Do you have to show like your vaccine card to get in there? Show that you had that tracking device thing?
2: No, no, Tish. We don't. We don't make anybody prove they're vaccinated to come. We're not in in. In contact with each other. It's it's on a mobile device. You're sitting in your own house.
1: Hey, you got a vaccine?
2: I I am vaccinated, yeah.
1: You got that tracking device. How do you feel about no, everybody knows where you are all the time? They tracking you. No, nope.
2: nobody's tracking me, Tish. Nobody.
1: Ain't nobody know where Tish is, I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> so anyway, how do you come up with your topics on the Eminent Domain and Right Away Club?
2: um so there's some topics that we want to talk about um there's other topics that we have people that you know give us ideas that that they would like to have further discussions on uh whenever i'm listening to podcasts such as yours or you know the eminent domain podcast i I come up with ideas that maybe we want to expound on more
0: wait did you just plug clint schumacher's podcast who's that He's he's uh, an attorney from Texas, and I think I think Patrick has switched sides. He's a landowner attorney.
2: No, we need to hear both sides, right? I, I you know I think to better do our job, uh, we need to hear from their side as well, so we have a better understanding of what their thoughts are uh, of what we do, and that way we can better adapt what we what we do to make better connections with property owners.
1: I like the sound of this Clint Schumacher guy. I got to tell
0: you. I'm not sure about that, Tish. Not sure.
2: So, Patrick, you've got to download
0: the app, um, show up twice a month, and do, do people need an invite, or how do they find you?
2: The Clubhouse app is free to everybody now and open. All you got to do is just go in and find the the live audio drop-in. Their icon is like the picture of a, a person's face. Download that app, and if you search Eminent Domain and right away Club, we're the only one on there, and you need to just join the club, and you'll get notifications for uh, events. And bring
1: your ID and your cover money, right?
2: No, no, Tish, we don't ID anybody.
1: Okay, you know what? This has been fun, Mister Patrick. You think you'd want to come on boots, Bibles, and scrapbooking sometime?
2: I, yes.
1: All right, I'll have my people call you,
0: Patrick. Thank you for joining us on this lovely Thanksgiving intermezzo. And I'm sorry you had to put up with my so-called friend. Watch Tish. yourself, Tish.
2: Dave, I had a great time tish i just don't know
1: yeah.